Hello, and thank you for tuning into the movie rubric. I am Timothy McDaniel. I'm Josh Glass. Cole Wright, you just threw out the order. <laughs> I did. I'm I so sorry. I almost talked and you cut me off. I don't you know why. Me, you pointed to me and I was like, uh, That's not what? how things go. I've this never is not once the direction that we go. <laughs> we're almost a year into this thing. I'm about to. I'm about, uh, you're not allowed to run this thing anymore. I've never once pointed and I don't know why. Like, like, yeah. I was overcome by the spirit and I was like, Josh! Like, I, had my, I was about to introduce myself. And now this episode's going to suck. I think it's because Cole normally sits across from me. No. He usually sits there. If we were at my house, does no. he not sit across from me? You would be sitting in that chair, and he'd be right there. I thought you sat on the end. No. no. All Man, right. oh my gosh. How, <laughs> hey. long have you, how many episodes in are we? Who knows? I, I'm not well, keeping track. Okay, it's, we've taken a break, and we didn't record the last one at your house. This is true. And, uh, but still, we sat the, the same. The one before that, I'm pretty sure, was a remote episode. So it's been like three episodes since we recorded okay, at your to, house. To be fair, though, this is the same way we sat at my house as well. I sat on the end. Yeah. You sat there. So. Tyler sat there. <laughs> You know what's funny? You say that, but in my mind's eye, you're on the left in my mind's yeah, eye. I, I know not to listen to whatever your mind. My mind's eye is all backwards. Your ears were also like changing the keys of songs the other day, too. It does so. that every now and then. Yeah, it just like yeah, then it fixes itself it's like when the, I can actually hear it. The opposite it. of perfect pitch. <laughs> it's when I, for, for context, I said that if a song is really quiet and I can kind of hear the singer enough to know what the song is my brain will fill in the gaps but then when the song gets loud enough and i can actually hear it i will find that my brain filled in the gaps in the wrong key kind of like think about this if i told you to start singing a song right now like Mm -hmm. um not gonna happen like any song like you know if i said start singing living on a prayer you just started singing living on a prayer and then i turned it on you might be in the wrong key and probably your brain's gonna shift to the correct one that's kind of what happens with me i don't think i explained it well in the car yesterday (laughs) it was just funny yeah I'm I'm a little quirky. You're like my ears are changing the key of this song as it gets louder. Yeah. So, but it has been a hot second. It feels good to get back and do this. Um, some of my students recorded some podcasts the other day, and as I was listening and helping them edit and just kind of like um, watching over it, I was like, man, I really need to like. I'm excited for us to go see the movie we were seeing yesterday because we hadn't done a movie in a while. And then we saw the movie. And we, saw the movie. And we went and saw it. Yeah. <laughs> so this episode is about the creator. Mm-hmm. which I knew very little about going in. Um, we saw a trailer for it when we went to see... What did we go see in IMAX with the other guys? What Oppenheimer. Movie Oppenheimer. We saw a trailer for the creator at Oppenheimer, but I had my... I think about 30 seconds in, I put my AirPods in and kind of tuned out because I didn't want to spoil myself on it. Yeah. The only trailer I vividly remember from Oppenheimer was... Um, the what the possession one Ex- what is that exorcist, exorcist 2 it was so loud it was the loudest thing i've ever heard yeah. my entire life um which i've heard was not good i haven't seen it i'm um, kind of here for it though if it's not good let's like, watch it i like me a terrible horror movie i didn't love the first one i mean i, I never it, seen the first it's, one. it came out in the 70s so yeah you like guys, you, i mean i think it's still good but some movies that come out in the 70s are great like age doesn't I, affect it, I, people. People crap on it movies because they're old, though. It's that kind of. Thing. I'm not crapping on it because it's old. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was great. I think I was told it was the scariest, most like unnerving movie you'll it's, ever it's see in your life. Un- it's unnerving. It is uh, to a degree, but I don't. I think I set the bar higher in my mind, and then I went I mean, in and you, I was when like, when you're okay. comparing it to something like The Conjuring, it's kind of hard to. Mm, I do love The Conjuring. I brought that up the other night too. I love mm-hmm. that. That might be my favorite spooky movie. 
Never seen it either. Oh, we need to watch The Conjuring. <coughs> need to watch I don't watch one, a lot of one and two. Movies, second one's really good too. I actually don't know if I've seen the second one. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Halloween's coming up. We're gonna. Ha- we honestly, may- if there's no good Five spook- Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> that's got to be our next one, right? <laughs> I think so. Does that come out? It's gonna be on Peacock. We don't have to pay to go. Does see that come the out movies. this week or next week? It's uh, in the end of the month, twenty seventh. Is it the twenty seventh? I thought yeah. it was sooner than that. No. We're off the rails. We're four minutes in. We're off the rails. I don't want to talk about, about this movie. I want to talk about Five Nights at Freddy's. We're having the same problem we had with our last movie, which was Haunted we need, Mansion. We need to start seeing good movies again. Okay, well, we tried, all right? Um, <laughs> we thought this one was going to be a good one. I thought this movie was at least going to be really pretty in IMAX, you know? But Yeah. We didn't even get that. <laughs> we knew My it was, bad. It was, it was uh, Dune from the start. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. It's we just we walked how the, the movie theater has their movies listed. It's like big, bold letters, IMAX. This tiny little box is around a couple of showings, and then the rest of the showings are below it. It doesn't say that it's standard it's, ever. It said super screen, or no, it didn't say super screen, sorry. It said like Dream Lounger next to it. But if you've never been to that theater, you wouldn't know that Dream Lounger is a theater that is different than the IMAX one. So I can yeah. understand how Dream that Lounger happen. is just the chair, but still. It's it like the Dream Lounger weird. theater. I thought it was funny because when we walked in, I knew that the IMAX theater was to the right. So we turned left, and I was like, Okay, <laughs> maybe there's another one I have. I haven't been over here. And then we walked past the Super Screen DLX Theater, and I thought, okay, yeah. And then we got there, and you were like, "They said we're Theater Four, And I looked at Theater Four, and I was like, "Uh, I don't think this is IMAX." <laughs> My bad. It really was fine. Yeah. I think that the theater was way more comfortable than the Carbondale Theater we normally go to. Yeah. The sound system, while a little quiet, was good. It was quiet, but it, yeah, it had good quality. Very clear. I thought the screen was a little dim, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the theater or the movie. Yeah, I couldn't tell either. We had that problem with another movie. I forgot what it was, but yeah, the the quality of everything was good. It was a little quiet, just a little, but and the seats were so comfortable that due to the movie, I almost fell asleep at one point. Same here. Yep. So, um, <laughs> we did that and checking my watch. That's what I did yeah. most of the time. I didn't check my watch. I did want to go. Um, check this lady's phone privilege in front of us who kept taking out her phone on max brightness. Oh, I didn't see it right in front of me. And maybe because your feet were blocking her, but the whole movie, this old lady kept taking out her phone <laughs> on max brightness to like text somebody. And I was just, it just distracted me. Probably so. more. I mean, sounds more exciting than the movie was, you know? Uh, yeah. And I hate to agree with you there. So, um, Rogue One director. I forgot his name. I don't have my laptop with me. I forgot it. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I have, has everyone here seen Rogue One? Yeah. yeah, I think we watched it at your house. It mm-hmm. was your first Star Wars film. It was. Did you like Rogue One? Yeah, I did. I I loved Rogue One. It's probably it used to be a hot take. I think it's become a normal take now. Rogue yeah. One is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. I mean, that's it's when you say it's your favorite. I mean, I think the hot take would say it's the best because you're saying it's your favorite is just an opinion. Yeah, I just say Phantom Menace is my favorite, and it's not necessarily a hot take. It's, that's fair. Um, Gareth, it's not Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Would you be mad if I said it was the best? I would disagree with you. I wouldn't disagree. be mad. Okay. It's, it's not as like outlandish as you saying like Force Awakens is the best Star Wars movie. I or, would never. Or Last Jedi. I would never. Or Rise of Skywalker is Cole. better than Phantom Menace. I know you're joking, but it's blasphemy to even <laughs> say those sentences, can we, those words can, together. We can that disagree that the, the Disney uh, trilogy is worse than all the prequels, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Good. Haven't seen the Disney trilogy yet. Oh, that's you right. haven't? Oh, we, we never watched did. Rogue we One. Then we watched, watched everything else. Four, five. One, two, three. We one, two, three. Watched, yeah. Did we watch six? Yeah. Did we finish it out? Yeah. We haven't. Okay. We I just mean, never watched the you new You honestly could just stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, because he can't be a true Star Wars fan unless he can participate in the debate. <laughs> what what debate? Are they all suck? Yeah. Well, I think we need to watch Seven. Seven's not good either. Let's be real. I did like Seven. That's not good. Let's be real. All right, hold on. We're, We're doing the same problem. The creator, okay. <laughs> this is the same problem we have with Haunted Mansion where we want to talk Leave about anything. Leave us a comment and tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> Bring it on. So, I loved Rogue One. I loved that it was a slow burn. I loved that it explored ideas of war in a show called Star Wars that normally doesn't explore themes of war. I, th- I loved it. So I went into this knowing nothing other than that it was the guy who did Rogue One. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited for this movie. I am less excited about that director now. Um, and I don't know... One hit wonder. Trying to be spoiler free, I don't know if the problem is... Who, who wrote it? Does, it? does it credit him as the writer? I see you got IMDb pulled up there. He is. Uh, there's two writers. <clears throat> is he one of them? Yeah. Okay. He's the well. story by... So. Oh, well, then that's the problem. There it is. Okay, so I was trying to give him a bit of credit. I thought maybe he was handed the script and said, we'd like you to direct this, but it sounds like he wrote it. Yeah, sounds like this it. was his passion project. Oh. And, okay, since you've got it pulled up there, do, do you know what the budget is mm-hmm. or buzzer was? Uh, let me get to it. Because the movie, when I, t- I made the joke earlier, I was trying to come up with some some good <laughs> points for it earlier. The movie was beautiful. It was shot well edited well the visual effects were phenomenal um i thought it looked so so good so the budget has to be pretty high uh on imdb it's 80 million that's lower than i would have guessed for this movie honestly yeah um i guess it didn't have it had one kind of big name actor in it and that was the um japanese guy who was the simulant or whatever mm -hmm. i forgot his name other than him i don't think it had is the one guy, one of our friends mentioned that the main guy was named Josh. I think it's Denzel Washington's son. Oh. John David Washington. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Hmm. Learn something new every what? time you discuss a movie. Yeah. <laughs> the colonel lady, she has been in some stuff, but um, I, I recognized her, but I... Like the police force lady, mm-hmm. the USA with, one. With the Karen haircut. Yeah. 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 She was in Juno and The Help, and was she in I Juno? mean, she's been in some other movies. So. Well, who was she in Juno? Uh, Bryn McGuff. I have no idea. So, really, though, not that many big name actors. It feels like they took most of their budget and poured it into the visual effects. Yeah, the soundtrack, while forgettable, was okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I've at one point kind of tuned into it, and I said, "Oh, this is like you know." It was. Standard sci-fi, yeah. Like it was strings very, very and orchestral fine. stuff in the background. Yeah, there was only one moment that they even tried to let the soundtrack stand out, and it was when they were—I don't want to get into too much spoilers—but they were heading to the mission, and they kind of faded out the movie sounds and just played a song while they flew in the plane. Mm. And I really liked the vibes of that scene. The song felt like a weird choice yeah. for that scene, though. It was like a yeah. techno. There was like a vocal singing over yeah. it. Um, like the song didn't fit the vibe for like what they were about to go do. Yeah. Um lower budget than I was expecting though. Okay. Um on the whole, I think we've kind of said it just to make sure we cover our bases. Did you guys enjoy the movie at all or was it just a total train wreck for you guys? I didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was just very mid. It was boring. 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 Yeah. Here, here's what I would say, and this is 
everyone who's tuned in knows, I'm going to say it right now. I would rather watch Way of Water again than watch that movie. <laughs> wow. Hold up. Hold up. What? I wish I had is the this... sound effects ready to go, like with the air horn, just like. <laughs> is this the first episode he hasn't dunked on Way of Water? Say, at least Way of Water has a character I enjoy in it. Yeah. Colonel Buzzcut can save <laughs> any movie, but no, this movie, I hated everybody. Wow. No one was good in this movie. I was not expecting. I, I wasn't expecting that either. This was probably the hottest take in movie rubric history. This picture had an SD card I in there. That, I just, yeah. Have you ever just have a random pan? Like, it would record nonetheless, but I was like, oh, we got an SD card in yeah. here. Sorry, I just didn't mean to feel up the board. Okay, Cole, that's shocking to hear. So I'm with Josh. I didn't hate it. I would never recommend this movie to someone. No. I, not even on, like, streaming, sit around and watch it. No, if it's on streaming, avoid this movie. Watch something else. Yeah. You can find something that's more entertaining than this. Yeah. Um... And, and kind of to that point, I don't need my movies to have a message or a point or a goal. Like, plenty of movies I like don't have this message at the end. They just kind of end in a morally gray, <clears throat> ambiguous area, and that's fine. But this movie was especially, like, it tried to have a point. I just didn't care at all for yeah. the point they were making. So, minor spoilers. It's in the trailers. It's what the show's about. Um, the whole robots and AI versus the u.s specifically it's not yeah. even like versus humankind the u.s has a problem with a country continuing to produce these robots and part of me is like i mean the u.s has some good points and then the other side is like not necessarily making a super good case for themselves at multiple turns throughout it's like i kind of want everyone to lose in this yeah. movie like i don't care for either side <laughs> where's oppenheimer when we need him yeah, a big old nuke. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'll talk about it. we'll talk about nukes. Okay, so with that in mind, I was gonna say, uh, um, should people go see this movie? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm gonna say one thumbs down, not two. One thumbs down. You know, I would not recommend you go out of your way to watch this film. I'm the same. I would not take the time to carve it out of my schedule to go watch it again, or go watch it in general. I wouldn't go see this thing in theaters. I'm going two thumbs down for theaters. I mean, I guess you could wait for streaming, but I still wouldn't even do that. I would watch literally anything else. <laughs> anything else? That's on. That's available on streaming. Hmm. I'm sure I could find something that was worse than this on yeah. streaming. I'm trying to be nice because I know that there's a group of people out here that like 10 years from now when a clip from this movie starts circulating... Um, I already know what clip it's going to be in my mind because I was laughing at it. Um, people are going to be like, oh, wow, what's this movie? And then people are going to be like, yeah, it was really good. And no one watched it. And there's going to be this weird cult following in 10 years of people well, good. Who, they can who, be wrong. They who can, discover oh. this movie and come to like it. So I'm trying to be like not super hateful to it. Um, for me, that movie is like District 9. Like I no one liked that movie when it came out. And I really enjoyed it. Listen, you know? do I do we look like the kind of people who care? what the cult following thinks. <laughs> but I'm just saying there are people out there who are going to like this. Let's, it's just probably like not, then. probably not the people listening to this podcast. Yeah, so if they're listening here, we've said some worse things on here. Yeah. More hot takes than they know what to do with. Well, with all that in mind, then um, spoiler warning, let's go ahead and actually talk about the movie. Um, the scene that I said, I think is probably going to circulate on Reddit. Was it the, yeah, was it the robot running the across robot the bridge? I love that that made me laugh. <laughs> that was I don't think that was supposed to be a funny scene. It looks goofy. And I was trying out, not to laugh in the theater, but just the silence and the fog and the bridge and the silhouette of this big fat robot. 
And also the fact that the robot was like, it's been a pleasure to serve you. It's like essentially yeah. an AI suicide bomber. Yeah. Um, Bizarre. It was really funny. And I was trying not to laugh because it was a super <laughs> dark, emotional, like people are dying scene and yeah. you're not supposed to be laughing at it very clearly. Yeah. Um, did You guys didn't go see John Wick 4, did you? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Spoiler for John Wick 4, there's a scene where he gets kicked down a flight of stairs towards the end of the movie. <laughs> and it's like the scene from Hot Rod where he falls for an insane <laughs> amount of time. I'm talking like a minute of falling downstairs. I thought it was supposed to be funny. I was dying laughing in the theater, and the rest of the theater was just silent. <laughs> and I felt like a lunatic. I kind of felt the same way in this one. I laughed, and then no one else in the theater laughed. I heard you guys kind of chuckle a little bit under your breath. but And then kids died. And it's like, well, now crap, I laughed at kids dying. <laughs> Darn it. Um, this movie was full of plot holes and more specifically, um, like the rule of cool. I feel like they went out of their way to like make things not make sense because it looked cool. Yeah. The robot running across the bridge was less effective than like their grenades, the missiles they were shooting, like Mm -hmm. the giant orbital nuke ship from or uh, why didn't they, they set up the whole movie talking about how powerful nomad is. And then it's like, let's just send in tanks. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Let's send in tanks and these robots that run slower than a human. Yeah. You could easily like, outrun them. Awful. Yeah. Like they, and they had like the longest countdown timers ever. Oh, no. Everything in this no, film did. Yeah. No, it would have long countdown timers, but time would not move relative to what was happening. True. In the scene, it'd be like 30, like you have a 30 second timer, another 30 seconds, a thing goes by, and it's like on 24 seconds left. Like, like what are we doing? Can there we was, not do math? Well, they threw a grenade in at one point, and it had like a 15-second timer on it. And I said... Long enough for a dog to take it 15 <laughs> yards and drop it somewhere else. Yeah. like I, I think I whispered to Josh, what in the Wiley e. Coyote just happened? <laughs> you did. I, I tried really hard not to die laughing. <laughs> just why? hilarious. Um, very early in the film, a character gets shot in the back by this like little crab mine mm-hmm. thing, and it takes forever to go off. And when it explodes later, it takes down... The like Pelican, it's not Halo. I had so many Halo <laughs> vibes. I I want Gareth Edwards to make a Halo movie now, but yeah. I want him to follow the Halo pre-established books. lore. Say, books. Yeah. He's not allowed to write anything. Yeah, but if he can write it, he can direct a Halo movie. I'd love it. Either way, but like they get in like the Pelican-looking ship, and then it explodes and goes down. I said that's a cool use of like a long timer bomb. You yeah. know, um, I and then I thought, well, she got hit with it and knocked her over. Why didn't she drop her backpack then? Surely she knew what that was. And then I tried to put on my suspension of disbelief helmet, and I said, <laughs> maybe that's the enemy's tech, and they don't know what that is, and it caught her off guard. But then later... I think they had them, didn't they? They had them. They yeah. were shooting them. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, ugh, it was so weird. Yeah. It was definitely a very... There was also the scene right before that where she's by her little like forklift robot, and... Right as the police are pulling up, she fires like 12 missiles yeah, into the air. Into the air, and they don't notice it. And that's when I was like, yeah. these robots didn't shear shoot those missiles <laughs> in the middle of this cornfield. They didn't think to look up and hear them. Like, yeah. <laughs> they just. How smart are your AI? Parked right where the missiles were going to drop. Looked cool. It did look cool. So dumb. Very dumb. Um, yeah. That was like in the first five minutes of the movie, though. Yeah, it really no, was. Probably like 15. That was before I realized the movie was going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Before um, it really got into the terrible story. Yeah. And there's just a lot of moments like that. The tanks themselves. At one point, a guy takes out a tank with one little thing he throws onto the side. Mm-hmm. Just completely disables the tank. And it's like, why build these ginormous, like, Machiavellian tanks that yeah. can just be taken out by a, a monkey? 
unironically, because don't forget a monkey's the one who actually pulled the trigger on that mine. Is it? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the movie really dumb. the movie just was following the rule of cool to the end and trying to be a really serious movie. So yeah. yeah. It didn't make sense. They have this nomad that can nuke that can nuke things on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I also we didn't understand with Nomad, like the blue line that was like going across the earth. I was rule like, of, rule of cool. What is it doing? What it is, is it? Looks, purpose? It looks spooky. It looks spooky, but it's like you're on edge. A 15 mile line whenever the ship is like 150 miles long. I thought it was like a targeting laser or scan. At the beginning of the movie, I thought it was a scanner. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But they were running like a special ops mission at the beginning. And I'm like, all right, if I'm running a special ops mission where I need the cover of darkness and silence, let's put the big old blue light. I'm not going to send the giant yeah. space satellite that's going as it like scans the mountainside. <laughs> It was so bizarre. <laughs> no, it's like uh, like a video game logic. The enemy can't see it. Yeah. Only you can see it. Yeah. Apparently. So dumb. And then, um, yeah, so I just assumed it to be a targeting system that doubled as a scanner, but I think more importantly, just looked cool. It looked cool. It, it looked... let you know that Nomad was above you. Yeah. Maybe it does nothing. Maybe it literally is just like a propaganda <laughs> just to intimidate people. It was so random on like what it was doing. Like it would be like super long and then go like super short and like jut in and out. I was like, what is it doing? And it clearly isn't necessary for the targeting because no. towards the end of the movie, they launch missiles halfway around the world. Yeah. Guided missiles. Guided missiles halfway around the world. And then mysteriously, when the Nomad blows up, it lands in Asia. <laughs> Did you notice that? I thought that was really dumb. Oh, Nomad landed in Asia? Yeah, like... I didn't catch that. Of course. Nomad Nomad was like, over the U.S., they launched the missiles around the world, and it looks like they went the long way, too. If you notice, they shot them, according to the map, east, and if they were in L.A., why didn't they shoot them west? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. So the missiles are traveling literally three-fourths of the way around the world, and then when the thing explodes, it crash lands in New Asia. I also didn't love the fact that it's a nuclear warhead. And then when it loses contact with Nomad, it just falls. It just thunk. Yeah, hit the sand and falls over off. like nothing. I yeah. Like, what? That that was really stupid. Um, Nomad was stupid. It was really cool. It was. You neat. pointed out how neat the ship design and how terrifying that would be. Yeah, it would like, be terrifying. Awesome. It gave me, but like, it seemed like a really big done up version of the thing from Winter Soldier from Captain America. Yeah. Um, you know, just like on another level. If it can be taken out by one dude with a landmine, though, is yeah, it? Yeah, but like one dude with a landmine, Star Wars, like like the Death Star. It's true. You're telling me in this world, no one could make a laser that could hit one of those missiles, or like a take one of the. Like, we have passenger jets that can go to the moon. No one could fly over this thing and hit it with like a well placed like X wing run. Well, you like you know like you wouldn't have a cool ending then. It's true. I think it might have been cooler. <laughs> like if you like hijacked a plane the dude who directed rogue one could have had like yeah like a group of like 16 new asians <laughs> like and they're like this movie's version of an x-wing doing like an assault run would have been so much cooler than like taking passengers hostage and like but it was just the one guy who by himself he could and, have gotten and stinking alfie and alfie. the one guy in alfie oh poor alfie alfie who might be the best character unironically oh no in the movie. it's definitely is Alfie a boy or a girl? Hold girl. On. It's a girl. It's a girl. girl. Okay. Yeah. She's definitely the uh, the best actor. 
actor in this movie. <laughs> I agree. I think Alfie was probably she still wasn't great, but still the she best. She gave some pretty decent lines. Like, like, I mean, she was obviously a robot that was learning how to adjust. Comedic timing was funny. Comedic yeah. timing was good. Yeah, I, I liked her character. I'm excited to see what that actress does. Um, She's yeah. young. She could really screw it up. She could. <laughs> but it was just one of those things where, like, and Cole hates kid actors. I know. So if Cole liked Alfie. Yeah. What does that say about everyone else? This episode is not the same. Well, he yeah. Liked, he liked the kid actor, and he hated this movie more than Way Way of Water. Water. <laughs> what? He's gearing up for season two when he does a heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be a complete menace in season two. You thought it was bad now. You wait. Um, oh, gosh. I had something I think regarding Alfie, and I just forgot about it. It'll come back to me. Um, that probably wasn't important. It must not have been important. <laughs> like this movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like, why even make it? It was regarding Alfie and the robots. Oh, I don't understand... Why knew Asia wants simulants and AI, I guess, was kind of my thing. So, like, the nuke happened, and I thought that later they were going to play it up. Like, okay, it wasn't actually really a robot. The U.S. was just blaming robots. They kind of did. They yeah, cover they that with that. one throwaway line yeah. by Watts' face. They never touch on it again. Yeah. But my big thing is, it's like, okay, I'm new Asia. What are the simulant, the AIs, like the really smart ones, what are they contributing to my society that's worth this war. I think that they had developed like obvious personal connection to them. Like they viewed them as another race of human beings. Maybe. And maybe they were, I think they try to do that with Alfie a little bit. I could understand saying the ones that are made are given rights. We don't hunt them down, but do we need to keep making more? It's, it looked more like a greed issue. Because there was just that sweatshop. Sweatshop just mass producing, mass producing them. them. And then you saw the ads all over the place in what looked like Times Square, you know, in Japan. Or and, and what New does Asia. that accomplish for New Asia, though? Like, that's the thing. If it's a sweatshop, well, like a sweatshop nowadays, you know, they're making our iPhones and they're shipping them to the US for profit. They can't ship these things anywhere else because they're banned everywhere but New Asia. Yeah. I don't know. It, like, it solves no economical or plot purpose, I feel like. Yeah. Um, other than to just give the U.S. an enemy in the form of New Asia. Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. Which felt very... I, I, I feel like they purposely left it and never said where it was, but they kind of made it feel like Vietnam. I feel like that was kind of a poke at like the whole Vietnam War itself. Like, Do we really need to be over here poking our heads into their business? Yeah, um, yeah kind of did. Um, and I, I respect that to a degree, but it just didn't make sense. And then the ending. I'm going to skip ahead. Cole, sorry, do you have anything, Cole? I don't want to... I'm just taking it all in. I'm trying to... I tried to repress the entire movie, actually, after we <laughs> left. 24 hours ago. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we had such a good day up to this point. <laughs> it was Micro a Center. Day. It was. It was a great day. A, uh, what, not A&W. Ritz, or Fitz uh, Root Beer. Fitz Root Beer. Mm-hmm. Had Guitar Center. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And then we but even we, had Crumble Cookie. But we ended it with Crumble Cookie. We did. We had the... We had the Make up for it. My yeah. crumble cookies still sitting over there. I have found out that crumble cookies are not near as good after like a couple hours. Like they're just get... you can heat them up in the microwave. Yeah, and they're not bad. Like I tried to eat one last night when I got home, and I was like, "This is not that good." And then I ate one today as like a ate a half a cookie as like a dessert, and I was like, "This is a mid cookie." 
<laughs> Mittens. Yeah. Um, the ending. They blow up the Nomad. Yeah. It lands in New Asia. Everyone is cheering. Here's my problem. Did that really accomplish anything? The U.S. didn't change their stance on AI. I think this is a stretch. What they led up to the whole movie was like, if they could only get rid of Nomad, then their army was strong enough to take on the arm, the U.S. Army. And the U.S. knew that and would give up. That's potential. Like, they made a comment at one point. He's like, you know what's going to happen if we win this war to U.S.? Nothing. He's like, we just want to live in peace. So they take out Nomad, and the U.S. said it would take, like, 10 years to build Nomad again. I'm like, okay, so in, like, 10 years, they're just going to build Nomad again. Yeah. Or they're going to build something similar. Like, you haven't changed the people's minds. The whole point of your movie was about changing the minds of the people, and then you never did that. You just ended one part of the battle and rolled the boulder up the hill. Yeah. was kind of what I felt I, about it. I'm more irate. I'm more confused about, uh, which is, has nothing to do with that. More about what's the rules? Can robots are robots allowed to eat like people food? Apparently, they did at one point. Yeah, did they, they? Eat ice cream? Yeah, and they, they were, were like snacking throughout the show. That, well, that, that weirds they, me out. They talked about getting ice cream, so I'm assuming they can consume it. Alfie it's, was eating snacks, and then the also bunker, producing they tears. Oh. They have tear ducts, also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the robots cry. Oh. They are highly advanced. That no, I hate it. Also, it's a, it's a robot. The other it's, thing that irritated me was like this is like 2065. Yeah. 40 years from now. Not or like 60 years from now. No, 40 years from now. I can't do that. <laughs> like <math>. years in <laughs> It's important to note that what we call AI today is not that this movie is calling AI. What I know. We call AI as machine learning. You know, it's just an algorithm. They are talking about if we created real sentience. I feel like it shouldn't be able to cry and eat people food. It's a robot still. Yeah. Like, what's the purpose of it, I guess? Yeah. Like, why give... Like, like it's not it could live like without drinking or eating anything. The character who showed me the most side of that was the ex-military friend of his who was running the sweatshop. He seemed to have been in a relationship with one of them and when she died he was in tears. Like they had a cohabitant relationship and when that happened I was like okay, I had kind of conflicted feelings. So they're showing that like these robots are capable of a real honest to goodness long-term relationship. That's cool. But to Cole's point, why? Yeah. There are humans. Like, I mean, sure. why would you... you are, are they going to be able to reproduce with these robots? You can't, and the they robots are going to outlive you. Like, yeah. the, why the would you even recreate. mess with it? They're going to re- reproduce... You can't reproduce. The robot waifu is going to outlive you. Um, and like, How does aging work with these robots? Dude. Doesn't look like they did, because it was awesome. It was like a breakthrough that Alfie could age. That was what made it... Yeah, that doesn't make any... I yeah, because sp- there was, like, old sentience. There was... New ones, or yeah. like younger ones. It, so, was just, it was so weird. It was a huge deal that they made a robot that could I age don't under because that was like, I guess, bridging the gap between robots and humans. But once again, that makes no sense. I don't know. And it felt like it was trying to kind of with the Vietnam thing be like a somewhat political movie about minorities and oppressed people. But you can't really apply the message of this movie to any race of people. No, because like, they were robots. Because they were robots. <laughs> they were man-made. Yeah. Like... At least at some point along the line. So it was really, it was, it didn't have a good message. I think what might have helped this movie is if we would have been able to see more about why his wife and her father were like so wanting into to do it. 
Yeah, it's like not. they just kind of threw it out there, like, they're oh, like this, they were really into it. Yeah, this guy was the leader, and he knew everything there was to know about AI, and he gave it all to his daughter, and it was like, okay, okay, show us that, give yeah. us a flashback, like, let don't us get, see what's going on. Don't Why give them ideas. Happen? They'll yeah. make a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> there was just no substance. No, that anywhere in this movie, there no. was zero substance, and there was a few cool action scenes, but most of them were. Some CGI explosions. Yeah. That's about it. I thought the uh, the intro of the movie was going to be the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> <laughs> kind of felt like it a little yeah. bit, yeah. I thought that it was weird. Like, back to the intro, it was like showing this old-timey looking footage, and then it went to something that looked old-time, but then it was like, oh, wait, this is the now future. time. Yeah. I was like, you didn't change. <laughs> it didn't really change much. The beginning part when they first made the breakthrough to AI and they were having AI police robots. That was something that I thought, yeah, we would totally do that. Yeah. Like if we were capable of employing like, you know, an AI police force in some of these cities, we would do that 100%. I mean, can we, I mean, they're making AI. Don't they know that does Terminator exist in this uh, universe? Have you not seen the movie? Good question. Yeah. But this is kind of the opposite. This movie kind of has the opposite moral structuring of terminator whereas terminator is like yeah we made ai and then they turned on us and now we're at war with them and we are uh, we are about to go extinct whereas Mm -hmm. this one is like embracing the extinction we made ai and it was a good thing we made the ai and like there's no downsides to the ai Mm -hmm. like there was never like does the movie exist surely someone had seen it at some point like you know what that's probably not a good idea to make robots yeah people watch movies all the time and still do dumb stuff yeah like, listen, if I could have one of those robot housekeepers they had at the beginning, you know, I mean, to like clean my house, vacuum, yeah. take care, I would totally do that. But like, you don't need sentience to do that. Yeah. So whenever the U.S. wants to shut down sentience, it's like, do it. There's no good that can come from it, in my yeah. opinion. Only negatives. Yeah. It, more questions than answers in the movie. Yeah. And it, it was it was definitely weird. Um, I had a couple glaring plot holes that are going to move continuity really, really okay, low for I'm, this one on me. Do you get, have some, too? No, I'm getting my phone out in case to see how far this drops. So my first plot hole was whenever he goes back to the site where his wife died at the beginning, he is captured by the new Asian regime. Mm-hmm. He awakes... And as he's waking up, the guy is putting a silencer on a pistol. And then here's where two plot hole points arise. One, why are you putting a silencer on your pistol? You're in a boat in the middle of the ocean mm-hmm. and you have a sword. Two, why, if you're just going to kill the guy as soon as he wakes up and not question him or interrogate him or use him as like why a bargaining chip, why wait for him to wake up? Yeah. Just shoot him on the beach. Yeah. Just end him. True. Um, also, th- were they trying to say that the area where they like where the movie started was like nuclear it implied that yeah like, like it was took like a, off his helmet he just sat out there and had yeah. like no repercussions for it yeah whatsoever. they were kind of loosey-goosey with those how the nukes work in this one yeah um i'm assuming we've got like from fallout like the rat away where like if you get nuclear sickness you could just take like a medicine <laughs> for it or something sure because it probably exists by this point if his house is such a nuclear wasteland that you can't even go to it without a suit. He was on the beach when that nuke went off. Mm-hmm. He should be dead. Yeah. Yeah. 
And he the was in, would and he was in L.A. when the original nuke went this off. This man has so much nuclear radiation. This man should have like eight sets of testicles and like a second head or something. Like Instead, he was just missing an arm and a leg. Just missing an arm and a leg. Yeah, it cost him an arm and a leg. It did cost oh him an gosh. arm and a leg. So that was um, plot hole number one. Perhaps the biggest plot hole for me is is regularly this new Asian regime is like we cannot kill this kid. We're tracking down this kid. They're a simulant. We need to keep them alive, right? And then they regularly will throw bombs and grenades into the room where the kid is. They will shoot like mini nukes at where the kid is. At one point, they sent ice cream to like detonate like five feet away from where the kid is. And I'm like, are you actually? That was USA. No, that was New Asian. Wasn't it? Because it was the New Asian. It was the New Asian police force that. yeah, and the tower no, they sent that, in the they ice were people. cream. No, that, they were the robot police force because oh, he turns was. onto the end and EMPs them. And it was a simulant that was an exact copy of the simulant they had killed earlier in the movie. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like robots that just sent ice cream in to this apartment. One killed an innocent civvy that was like the girl buying the ice cream and then nearly killed the person they're trying to rescue. Yeah. All to try to get Josh. Yeah, so the new Asian regime regularly just started opening fire on their own civilians in this movie, which That's felt true. very hypocritical. Um, yeah, and it, it didn't make any sense. I, I didn't like when they had the big dramatic, like, Josh and Alfie get separated after, like, the, was it the USA? Cap, Quote-unquote capture the rescue mission, but then it's like the next scene, they're reunited. Yeah. Immediately. Like, why even have the big old dramatic, like, oh, my gosh, they're separated. Oh, no. And, like, really, it looks like no time has passed. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Time worked weird in this movie. I don't know how much time took place. Very timey-wimey. You know, it just didn't make sense. Yep. And then it's like, oh, well, we okay, okay, that's fine. Alfie wouldn't cooperate. Like, how about you just sedate Alfie, then, if you're trying to, whatever they're trying to do, yeah, I thought that was weird that, like, nobody except him knew about the standby switch or whatever it was. Yeah, it seemed like everyone was super confused on that. Yeah. If, if that was the, the case, just stand by and then blap, yeah. dead. It, like, we, so off, we, sorry. Off, yeah. They discuss EMP bombs in this movie, and I have to just wonder, could the Nomad not just drop a giant EMP on, like, a quadrant of New Asia you and just think. solve the problem? Yeah. It'd be done. They'd be all... Off. Take out all their electronic infrastructure and all the simulants and leave the civilians alive and then go home and call it a day. Like, <laughs> home by four o'clock to eat some KFC. Like, yep. Um, it didn't make sense. My other really big plot hole is we have a translator in the first quarter of this movie and everyone is speaking either Chinese or Vietnamese or some sort of new language that I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know. Yep, I know what it did. was. And then they forget the translator in the truck, and all of a sudden, everyone starts speaking English. Yep. Yeah. Like, I you, didn't pick up ooh, on that. That's, you know what? That's, that's bad. It's going down. I mean, yeah. continuity's in the toilet. The and- first quarter of this movie, it was a big deal that they couldn't talk to these people. And then as he moves deeper into their city, all of a sudden, everyone is speaking English. And guess what? It's not a kid's movie. We can, we're going to, this thing's going <laughs> in the toilet. This thing wants you to take it seriously. It yeah. does, yeah. Like, um, you are going, in, it's going downhill That's bad. Right. Yeah. Did anyone else feel like the pacing was weird in this movie as well? For sure. And the title cards didn't need to be there. Yeah. It, it, it was just, weird. It, was it like looked very almost, artsy and ambitious just to be artsy and ambitious. Yeah. I felt like it was like trying to be like anime-ish. Kinda, maybe. Man, I don't know. I don't know. Is this the second anime movie that Tyler's taking us to that has been hot garbage on this podcast? One, Josh brought up this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two, 
who? No, this movie is not anime-like not. in I any mean, way, shape, or form. It felt like a Star Wars movie at some points. Like uh, it tried, like it was maybe trying to be to like a credit. serious Star Wars movie. Like I thought, many of the robots with how goofy they were kind of reminded me of like Droidicas from like Phantom Menace and Clone Wars, yeah. and like the police force kind of gave me like. Uh, like Empire vibes from time to time. It felt like it was like should have been a spinoff Star Wars movie. I, I honestly, what was the overarching plot in this movie? I could anyone tell me? I couldn't follow. There's was, a weapon, yeah, that was designed to take down Nomad, mm-hmm. and this guy knew the layout of the base. Supposedly knew the area, knew the layout. How does he know the layout? He was undercover for a while. He was undercover, but as like in that area. Did they bring this civilian into the base? I guess because he was like with. But he didn't know who she was. He didn't know. Spoiler, she's Namura. He didn't know that, which implies that he's never been with her whenever she was being Namura, which would <laughs> be when she was making the thing in the base. And I'd go later on to say how they she made it in secret away from him in the lab. Yeah. I guess because he was the only one that ever really spent time boots on the ground over there. But he just like he's in the base and they're like, yeah. which door? And he's like that door. He just knows where to go. And I was like, <laughs> that's true. This guy doesn't know what this weapon is. How now, does he know where this thing's being stored? The the one main simulant guy, uh, the, the Chinese simulant guy or Oriental. Sorry. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> uh, he kept calling him brother. So it's like they almost fought together. They probably did. So he probably was at the base. Maybe. Because he said, well, they built a they built, built a village on top of it. Yeah. Like, so he made the comment. They okay. covered that up. I'll give him a little bit of credit there. But either way, Cole, so he was f- trying to find the weapon, and then he finds the weapon, and then he wants to see his wife. And that becomes the driving plot point. It's like, Oh, it's I'm, like we just saw a movie that just wanted to see... The yeah. guy just wanted to see his wife. He really just wants to see his wife for a few more moments. He wife keeps going kid. on and on about that. Um, and then in that process, Haunted Mansion he did it better. keeps fighting to keep this kid alive for the sole purpose of seeing his wife. Sees his wife, and then I guess decides to switch sides. I guess, yeah. I, guess I, I think he starts like reasoning and understanding that AI is not as bad as what America makes it out to be. Yeah. Either way, but that, I mean, there's really not a lot of substance to it. It's kind of like, let's get from scene to scene, action scene to action yeah, scene, and I, make like, it happen. I'm like, I was getting lost from scene to scene. I'm like, what is happening? Like, they were like middle of the road action scenes. Yeah. There was nothing that like, blew happening. me away. No, there's like, a couple that were kind of cool. I'd say the, the coolest action scenes were in the first quarter of the movie whenever they were going to the base and they got ambushed. Like, I, I thought we were, we were going to get like the special out stuff, like, ooh, we're going to get some Zero Dark Thirty crap here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the movie opened up, I thought that there was going to be a lot of that in this movie, and there yeah. really wasn't. Like, I was no. getting really excited, and it's like, oh, well, screw me, I guess. Yeah. Did we, do, uh, did we do favorite character, worst character? We didn't. I mean. I think we agreed it's all Alfie, right? Alfie's the best one. I, I think Alfie's probably the best character, yeah. I did like Nomura, the it's, wife. It's, I thought her acting was good. She wasn't in a lot. But she wasn't in it a lot, but like what she was in, she's probably my favorite character. Um, a missed opportunity that I really wish they would have done. Um, at one point, they kill the police guy, and then a simulant rolls up, and it's the same dude, and he finds a dead version of himself on the ground. 
they missed an opportunity to have like nine of those guys pop up at <laughs> like to just be like, this is the police chief. There's yeah. like 12 of him. Like, and they all <laughs> like that would have been funny. I yeah. think it would have been so good to just like anytime there's an encounter, it's that dude. <laughs> <laughs> when they He's killed him a second everywhere, when they killed him a second time, I was really hoping that they were just going to keep having this guy come back over and over and over again. But again, they took themselves too seriously. Yeah. Like either be goofy or be serious and make it good. Like don't. Yeah, in between, like it was, yeah. When it's, I think, um, try to word this right. If it's a serious movie being goofy, it's a lot worse than a goofy movie being serious. Being serious, yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. So, what's your guys' least favorite characters? Take your pick. <laughs> the commander lady. Oh, mine the too. The U.S. Army. Yeah, hated, hated her. That. She was I mean, awful. I mean, I didn't saddle like, up. Did, didn't she, like Karen she, haircut chick, which is the commander lady. Josh was fine, I guess. He was not great. Josh didn't have a lot going for him. He I didn't did, have good writing. He's, he's the he's supposed to be the main character yeah. in this thing. I didn't think his writing was good, and I thought his line delivery was awful. I didn't like anyone else. I thought in this he was movie. a terrible actor. It's Alfie yeah. or bust on this movie. <laughs> Karen was, I think, the the worst actor though. Like, she was awful. Um, everything she said, I was just like her line at the beginning she's where she's like that manager. Showing like what they're doing, she's like, "All right, guys, so um, we're gonna go here. We're gonna like do this. We're gonna drop off, and then I'll pick you back up." And like her line delivery was terrible. She didn't strike me as a military commander uh-uh. whatsoever. You know who we need, Colonel oh, Buzzcut. Colonel Colonel Buzzcut. Colonel Buzzcut I... would have <laughs> stole in this movie. He's coming around to the way of water. Yeah, Avatar fan over there. You he... know when in ten years they do the third one? I bet. <laughs> I bet they're going to have Way of Water and IMAX again, and we need to go see an IMAX. I'll give it another shot in 10 years. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. you know what? I'm sorry I yelled. I'm sorry I was upset at you, Way of Water. You're not as bad as the creator. Let yeah. it simmer. Let it simmer. Yeah. So I bet in 10 years we'll be able to go see that in IMAX 3D again. Um, no, Colonel, uh, the, the commander lady. And I thought she was dead at one point. That was, I don't know if that's a plot hole or. Um, Purposeful well, mislead. She got blown up, didn't she? But the pelican like explodes and then crashes into the ground. Wasn't that another one? No, I don't think that was hers. The was one it? that they picked up. What's her face on? And then her and one guy survived from it. So I oh. thought that maybe they just implied that they somehow survived the crash and the explosion. But if yeah. you, the whole thing like basically exploded in the air and then crashed, and then they nuked the place too. Did they not? Nomad did, and I just assumed that they were kind of caught up in all that. Mm, yeah, I don't remember. Either way, it was really weird. She was survived somehow. Yeah, that then, other guy just refused to die, too. Yeah. There was a lot of bad shots. Reminded me of, like, Stormtroopers. Gosh, so bad. The worst ones. <laughs> it was like, yeah. he's like, I directed one Star Wars movie. Now all my movies, no, they're going like, to be terrible shots. No, it's like, um, it's that meme where it's a... Uh, you, okay, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just don't make it obvious that you copied it. <laughs> the most egregious one to me was whenever the big bomb boy was running on the bridge and Alfie stands up and says stop. And then uh, the one dude steps forward with a pistol and shoots Alfie. And then there were like 30 people on one side of the bridge with rifles and they all aimed at him. him. And they either don't shoot or like shoot the air and the ground yeah, and everything. This by man him. was going to he had just a pistol. Someone could have landed a shot. It's like, yeah. how did all like 30 of these people with guys, rifles already yep. aimed that direction all miss? Yeah, it was bad. 
They're trying to do 360 no scopes on the bridge over there. Get that <laughs> final <laughs> kill. They're AI. They should have like built in uh, aimbot. Aimbot. Yeah. Snap <laughs> to the head. Yeah. The Japanese guy like reaches up and flips the switch. He's like, I'm turning on my lag switch. All of a sudden, he starts teleporting around. <laughs> That was another thing. Yeah. They, done that. At one point, he like goes up when the dude's asleep and like unplugs him, and that feels like a pretty big weakness for the simulant. That I feel like happen. you can't say you're a real human being if we could just turn you off. If the people who made you put your power button on like your left ear, yeah, like and they could just go up and like they like tickled his earlobe a little bit and like they rubbed it a little bit and then he he just turned off and i was like wait they what? start they start threatening world domination like oh that's enough out of you it's just, yeah. <laughs> it just that's enough for like, now uh, we'll try again tomorrow it felt awfully convenient for these real life people to have an off switch that yeah. doesn't seem too real to me he's not a real boy no i will no, say one thing no about pinocchios the around here the visual effects were pretty good yeah that's why I, I mean like the cgi yeah. i didn't notice anything that looked out of place we, or egregious. We've, I seen, some, it we've seen some bad CGI. Like, yeah. I thought it looked good. Yeah, I thought it did too. When you do semi-real humans, it's super hard to do. The movie, I think it was it was her. There was a movie where they had this girl that was supposed to be like, kind of like what these simulants are, and they talked about how doing CG, normally you have like a still image, but humans make super super microscopic movements with their muscles and mm. animating that is very very difficult but in this movie it looked great like every, it looked better than most of the marvel and disney movies i've seen recently yeah. the cg and the visual effects were top tier better than the third eye way better than the third eye <laughs> way better like, than a lot of the stuff that was in uh love and thunder oh my gosh uh, I loved that trailer for Taika Waititi's new movie, and they said, like, director of Jojo Rabbit and Thor Ragnarok, yeah. and I was like, they conveniently left out left Love, out and, Love Thunder. and Thunder. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, to be real, I'd rather watch Love and Thunder again before I saw the creator again. I never saw it, so I can't see No, hold on. I'm going no, no, to draw the line there. About. No, <laughs> creator is a better movie. At least the creator tries to have substance and looks good, whereas Love and Thunder tried to have zero substance and it was has, just bad. Has a screaming goats every thirty seconds. I mean, and not every thirty seconds, at least forty-five. And completely <laughs> breaks the canon of the entire rest of the I mean, Marvel listen, universe. I, I had, I'm just saying, I didn't leave like be feeling bored after Love and Thunder. I felt betrayed after Love and Thunder. I mean, you can feel betrayed all you I want. I drugged my wife to it, and I was like, she hadn't seen Thor Ragnarok. I was like, Thor Ragnarok like might be like the best Marvel movie. Like it's so good. And we left the theater, and I was like, that was bad. <laughs> like that I mean, was really bad. Okay, to be fair, Thor is kind of a rocky slope of a of a series anyway. But it's really just Ragnarok. Like that's the only yeah, good it's one. Ragnarok, and then the, the first one's very. Fu- it's he's fine. a great character when he's given the right stuff. I like how this turned to a Thor. Oh yeah, really doing everything except <laughs> the creator. Create oh, four man. over here. <laughs> we talked for like thirty minutes about the creator. Um, that was thirty minutes too many. Josh, thank you for bringing us back to favorite characters. I forgot about that. I don't have my laptop. Favorite scene is the other one we usually Bomb do. Bomb boy. I would say probably when the uh, the ship is exploding, like some of those like space scenes where it's like imploding cool. on itself. I thought yeah. it was pretty neat. That was pretty neat. Um. There's a couple shootouts that were pretty cool here and there. Um, I'd say when they're like in the main town, I really liked the vibes and the feel of the city, even though they were all of a sudden kind of randomly speaking English. I loved the vibes. But then when they started actually talking and doing stuff, it went out the window. <clears throat> Do you have one? Did you have a favorite scene? No, Bomb Boy. Bomb Boy, you said that. 
Least favorite scene for me. Probably the tanks attacking. That just didn't make sense. They were like sitting there and they're quiet and they start sounding these alarms and they're like, there's movement in the tree line. So I expected there to be like spec ops people, right? Like they've infiltrated the borders. There's, There's movement in the trees. They're here somewhere. We don't know where they're at. And then it's these giant four-story tall, slow-moving, giant blue and white police tanks. And I was yeah. like, you would have heard that coming. from." And at one point, one sneaks up on a group of people. I'm yeah. like, how do you not feel that thing shaking the ground as it rolls by? The cars in this movie in general were just kind of strange. Because it was like it was like a truck that looked like an old farm truck. But then some of the cars looked like a Batmobile almost. and. The ship designs were awesome. Loved the ship designs. <clears throat> Once again, Gareth Edwards, I think you have the ability to do a really good Halo movie. And Hollywood's failed this a couple times. Do Please do me a Halo movie, please. A good one. <laughs> follow the books. Follow the games. Don't write it. But yeah, I think he... Don't try to fix anything. Say, I... I mean, I enjoyed the bomb boy on the, on the bridge. The other two hours and 11 minutes, though... Nope. Man. Yeah, it was rough. Um, Talking about the ship exploding, I brought this up in the car. I think it would have been really funny. So, like, the wife wakes up, and he (laughs) gets left behind on the ship. And they have that moment where he gets to hold her for just a moment more before it explodes. Sweet. Elena would probably cry, because that's who she is. Um, I think it would have been so much funnier, though, had he not... (laughs) Stayed on the satellite, and she just woke up on an exploding satellite, yeah. and just like, where am I? Why am I here? What is like, going well, on? Looks like you're going to the shadow realm, Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that Alfie got lost on the way back. Like, yeah, time is of didn't the, make any sense. Time's of the Alfie, essence, and like she on, knows it. You're you're an AI. Like you got apparently the best AI. Yeah, but you, like you're gonna go on dang side missions bet- during the. Uh, the crucial, like, you have just enough time to get from point A to point B. Yeah. But you're going to go to point C and then stop off at point D for a little bit and yeah. then make your way back to point A. Yeah. They give the AI, like, we talked about the aimbot earlier. They're not crazy, crazy intelligent. No. And with that, I can respect it. But still. You're a yeah. robot. You're like, a- yeah. It Like, I don't you, get lost. Like, you found the control room first try, no issues. scan the map. With a flashlight, yeah. Well, she put her hand on that thing. It was like control room located. It was like she almost like downloaded the map. Or well, then yeah, then you have no excuse. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's it. you know what continuity's going down. Even more. <laughs> like, I, I can't with it. I yeah, that was really bad. This is disgusting. It was really bad. This is this is gonna be something to behold. Let me tell you. Well, I don't think I have anything more nice to say I about the movie. Anything. And I, I think I have barely anything nice to say about this movie. And I think we've just kind of covered all the general we complaints. We talked about, about other the movies more than we talked about the actual movie. Yeah. So you guys ready to go to the rubric? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do let's it. Let's watch a good Let me movie get next time. up here real quick. A good movie next time? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Five Nights I've at Freddy's pulled up. Great, I've got pulled up. Like, I mean, we don't, have to, we, we don't even have to pay to go see Five Nights at Freddy's. You're going to be on Peacock. Here's the thing. I'm hoping Five Nights at Freddy's is good. But like I'm, not I'm not expecting it to be. Good. It's from the people who made Megan. What do you expect? Yeah, like I'm not going into the film expecting it to be a good Listen, movie. Listen, I want it so bad it's good at least. Yeah, that would be funny. Like if it was bad enough that I could laugh at it, yeah. like that'll be good. All righty, I'll start us off. Plot. Um, I'm gonna go. This is gonna be low. I'm gonna go two for the plot. Um, what plot was there did not contribute to the movie in any meaningful way. And in many cases, detracted from what the movie was trying to do. 
So the, that might be the lowest I've ever scored a plot. Plot's a two. Cole? I'm agreeing with you. Plot is also a two. I mean, I couldn't tell you what the heck was happening from scene to scene. Time was weird. The story it was trying to tell was weird. It's just all over the place. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, I get it. We made, we kind of had the thing last time with Haunted Mansion where it was like, well, it's a kid's movie. Well, this is not a kid's movie. This is supposed to be a serious movie from a guy who worked on a Star Wars movie. Yeah, he was trying to make, he wanted it to be taken seriously. Yeah, and he did not do a good job. So, um, dude, you're a one-hit wonder. I'm sorry. But it's... What is Gareth Edwards directed other than Rogue One? Did you have him pulled up earlier? I did. I saw Godzilla on there. Which one? Uh, new one. Is, it, is it the new one coming out? <laughs> no, no, that's made by Toho, which I'm actually, hold up, unironically, I'm pumped for the new Godzilla. Um, I liked the American Godzilla movies. I think they were fun monster movies but there's something special about when they put a dude in a suit and do like the old original japanese godzilla movies but i don't know if you guys caught it at the end of that trailer it said in 4d oh you you mentioned that i didn't catch it at the end it said in 4d what's the fourth dimension and how do i view it like <laughs> i like to think that someone's going to actually be dressed as godzilla like in the theater i can like and as we're gonna like interact with I just imagine like the Disney rides where you're like strapped in and it like puts what, smells and spits water yeah, on what you and if stuff it's, like What that. if it's two hours of that? <laughs> I would love that. That'd be so funny. That would definitely be a memorable movie. So um, I'm really going to beg you guys to go see Godzilla minus one. Um, I think it'll be a good time. <laughs> I mean, you've said this about Suzume as well. He directed uh, Godzilla in 2014. I don't know which one that is. I think that was the new the first one. Yeah, that was the first one of the American trilogy. And I liked that one quite a bit. Um, interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a Godzilla film. Um, I have them all on Blu-ray. I We should have a movie night. Um, yeah. What did you feel about the plot of the creator? What would you guys give it? I was looking something. I got it. I'm sorry. We both twos. gave twos. Twos. I think I'm right there in the same boat. Like, it was just, there wasn't much there. No. Really wasn't. It's like um, he's going this direction because it's good for the movie, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you had no, no, it was it was bad. Yeah. So, alrighty, Cole, why don't you start us off with characters? One. One. Okay. Sorry, Alfie, but you, you were you were fine, but like, <clears throat> you, when you when we say oh, Alfie's the best character, but that's not a high bar. I mean, yeah, that's er, really not. No, yeah, I mean, everyone else was absolutely terrible. I think that Josh had the. I'll go ahead and say I'm going to give characters a two. I think think that Josh had the ability to be a good character. They gave him decent motivations and a decent background. They just didn't capitalize on it in any meaningful way. Namura once again had the bones of a good character. Outside of those two, I didn't care or like anyone. So characters are a two for me. Josh, characters are probably yeah two. I mean, there was just Alfie was okay. Hated the Colonel. Josh was a boring main character. Um, wow, back-to-back boring main characters. <laughs> yeah. That I hate their line delivery on. Yeah. Because I hated the line delivery of the guy in Haunted Mansion, too. It was just... And it was they were had, like, similar arcs, like, upset, grieving over their dead wives. Grieving wife. over their wives. Yep. Yeah, okay. Like, this we just saw movie. this. <laughs> is the creator just Haunted Mansion, too? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Haunted Mansion, but, like... Haunted Mansion in space. <laughs> I, I, I like to think that he... So what's the writer's name? Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. I like to think that he had Star Wars in mind, but then he also, like, one of his friends was working on Haunted Mansion at the time. He saw it, like, before everyone else did. <laughs> so he saw it, like, you know what? 
this needs to be the plot of my this movie. This is the story. I'm going to do it. So, characters, Josh? I don't think you two. actually said two. Okay. Alrighty. Cole, start us off. Direction. Well, three. The pacing was dreadful. The, the music I didn't really like, but it looked good. Yeah. That's about all I can say about it. Josh? Yeah, I don't want to give it less than a three. So, yeah, I'm going to go with a three just because, like, like Cole said, it looked good. It had some neat shots, but writing wasn't good. Sound-wise, it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. Yeah. I think three is probably right there in the middle. I, uh, I'm i also a three. Really good-looking film. Great world design. I wouldn't say world building. World design. Um, the nuke site of L.A. looked really cool. It did, yeah. Like, it, there's a lot of things. That to, reminded me of, like, Infamous. Like, yeah. That vibe of I the got nuke. that, too, actually, yeah. And I barely played Infamous, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I'll, I'll give it a three. I think that was its strongest. It, it tried to have a sense of artistic direction. I'll, I'll give it that, at least. Everything else, though. Continuity. I'll start us off. I am probably going to give my lowest continuity score yet. I'm going to give it a one. Here we go, my I'm boy. I'm give it a one. Because many of the movies we talk about don't, their goal isn't to be a super make you think we want you to ponder the purpose of life and like, you know, and all that. But like this movie does, it takes itself very seriously and poised itself as this super big blockbuster. I'm going to give continuity a one. It was garbage as far as like continuity goes. Cole. I'm also doing a one dreadful. Absolutely. I had it. It was already kind of like, between a two and a three before you brought up your uh, plot holes. And I'm like, okay, it's tanked. It's about to go to negatives, honestly. <laughs> yeah, didn't mean to influence you that hard, but yeah, no, like it like, is. It deserves it. Like, if you're going to be take, like, come on. Like, it's it's advertised as, like, yeah, like this big deal. It's going to be this big, serious movie. And you, this is what you pull out here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the, that's the work. That's how much effort we're putting into our movies now. Yeah. Josh? I'm a one as well. I hadn't wow. really given it too much thought because I had to drive back home, so I wasn't really thinking too much about the movie. But um, just sitting here talking about it, I can see all the plot holes you brought up, and it's just like, how did nobody else see that in the writer's room? Yeah. <laughs> or the producing, you know. Anybody on set say. Anybody. Like, hey, Why you know what? This? Maybe that doesn't work out. Or that doesn't do make we, any sense. How are we doing this? Yeah. I feel like they could just benefit from hiring, like, you know, the stereotypical, like, glasses taped in the middle, just nerd to just yeah, sit in the corner us. when they're, like, filming or writing and just, like... It, here, most most studios do have someone whose job it is is to check continuity, like, when they're shooting. That's yeah. a thing. But it feels like it never actually makes it into a cut. Um, Cole, start us off. Enjoyment. What are you for Enjoyment. Negative 17. It's a, wow. it's a one. It's a one? <laughs> okay. Did not like this movie at all. Okay. Big old waste of time. Like, I was getting bored in this movie, and it's not even that long of a movie. It's, the thing. it's a little over two hours. Yeah. And it felt like it went on forever. It did feel like it took forever to get through it. It really did. Um, it, for When you said it was only two and a half hours, I was like, oh, good. Like, it's not going to be like even, a... Not, not even two and a half. It's not going to be like a super bloated mess. And then yeah. we walked in and it was a big bloated mess. I was it, like, wow, okay. <laughs> in record time, it was a bloated mess. <laughs> yeah. Josh, enjoyment. I'm a two. Um, it had 
some decent scenes where I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. More towards the beginning of the movie. Um, but overall, I was kind of bored, starting to kind of fall asleep. Check my watch. Yep. How much longer we got of this movie? I was like, I really need to go to the bathroom, but I'm like, I may actually miss something. You may miss the one cool part. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm, like, and I'm like, you know what? I could have went pee at any time. I had <laughs> two hours and 13 minutes. I could have went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a two. I don't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen. There was a couple things I enjoyed, and I'm happy I went and saw it. Um, wouldn't probably rewatch it anytime soon unless they do a director's cut years from now where they're like, hey, so we actually meant to have all the stuff in here, but it didn't it didn't make the cut, right? If they maybe they do a director's cut to fix this stuff, I will check it out if they, they do, do. They give their Snyder cut. But I'm not banking on it. Um mm-hmm. so I'm a two. So alrighty. Plugging that all in, that puts me at a 40, Cole at a 32, you at a 40, Josh, bringing our total score to 37.3. We round down to 37%. That's the worst one. Is it worse than Megan? I think that's worse than Megan. They might be worse than Haunted Mansion, even. I think because we gave Megan a decent, enjoyable score because it was just goofy. Megan, I at least enjoyed watching. This I did not. What? Sorry to type on here. I'll plug that in later. What did we give um, Haunted Mansion? It's not, Haunted Mansion was like in the 40s, I think. It's, so it's not too much worse. No. We've yeah. seen some real stinkers. Yeah, we really have. I mean, well, uh, it's all went downhill after we saw um, Oppenheimer. <laughs> Hard to top Oppenheimer. That's okay because our next movie, probably our next movie, is going to be peak. It's going to be a 10 out of 10, 100%. It's going to be FNAF. <laughs> I mean, we got, we got till the end of the month to do that. That's. I still want to see Gran Turismo. I'm not opposed. Is it even in theaters still? No, no, but I think it's about to come to streaming soon. So I wouldn't be opposed to streaming it and then doing. We an need to. We need to do a horror movie tier list to go with Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm just throwing it out there. You I know. agree. Josh, start watching. Start watching horror movies. Here's the thing. Yeah. I haven't seen half as many horror movies as you have. So maybe we, we need to. Yeah, oh, we'll talk about it. Maybe we bring up like a best three, kind of thing. Best five? five. Okay. Top just, five. Cole didn't even tell me movies. he wanted to do a top five. He just held up his hand in the five backwards, too, to imply that he was going to hit me if I disrespected him. So, already FNAF is probably going to be next. Uh, Josh, I'm going to pull it up on Rotten Tomatoes. Would you mind pulling up um, the creator on Metacritic? Yeah. And uh, IMDb luckily has it all there for you. Oh, does it? It I doesn't have did. tomato. It just has the meta score. Let me start using IMDb more. So on Rotten Tomatoes, um, where do you think the other than Josh? Did you see the tomatometer? I haven't seen the tomato meter. What would you think the the tomato meter is? Definitely what it is. It's not the thermometer. Yeah, <laughs> like the thermometer. <laughs> I think that's so much better. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. If you, if you ever listen to this, change it to the thermometer. <laughs> the tomato meter. What do you think it is? And that's the audience score, right? Either one. Oh, I'm gonna. Well, I already looked at Metascore, so I'm gonna say it's probably somewhere in the 60s. Cole, for audience or either one, whichever you. I prefer. think audience is gonna be around a 80. I think the critics have this thing at like a 55. Okay. Critics tomato meter is at a 67 percent, and the audience is at a 76 percent. Um, which for Rotten Tomatoes is pretty low. Yeah. Um. I watched a really interesting video on Rotten Tomatoes the other day that basically says you can't leave a score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's literally an aggregate of thumbs up or thumbs down of mm-hmm. people who enjoyed or didn't enjoy it. Um, so like a people misinterpret how 
it's supposed to be read. So that, I guess that means that we can interpret that like 76% of people who saw this movie enjoyed it, you know, or would recommend it. So, yeah. okay. Josh, what is the Metacritic? Uh, Metascore is 63 Ooh. from 53 critics. And the IMDb, which is just individuals, is a 7.2 out of 10. So so some people liked this movie enough to give it, yeah. you know, at least a little bit of a sh- shot. I w- I'll probably go through later. I love reading what people actually say about the movies because I want to know what do people like about this film, you know? So I- I'll probably go through and read those later. I'm curious on that. So, all righty. Any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Feels good to get down and do it again. Life's just busy. You moved. Now I'm moving. Yep. Cole's here. Cole is Cole. <laughs> I just... I'm here so I don't get fined. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, look forward to... when uh, Cole, do you know off the top of your head when we actually put out our first episode? I'm sure you probably do. I looked the other early day. November. November 23rd, I think. November 23rd. So, so we, we recorded a bunch before we released any. Yeah. We're a bit over a month away from our one year anniversary, we're going to try to do like something fun for like the one year thing. Yep. November 23rd, 2022. Okay. I'm excited. We've had a podcast for almost a whole year. We yeah. made it, you know, pretty consistently too. Yeah. With some gaps, with some gaps. That's okay though. We always knew there would be. So, hey. so I was looking real quick. I was no, looking at coming it. soon to theaters on IMDb. Uh huh. <clears throat> and A24 has a movie coming out called Dicks, the <laughs> musical. What? Uh, is it about the restaurant or about the wieners? I don't know. I, You know what? I'm Listen, intrigued. I'm there either way. That's oh, yeah, the, the movie poster. I don't know if I should. There's a blurb over a man's private spot. There sure is, yeah. Which makes me think it's probably about wieners. I mean, it's I A20, it's so. A24. There's definitely some wieners. There's like aliens or monsters down there. What? Too. Did you see that? Oh, oh my gosh. That's like a little Godzilla baby. Oh, my gosh. I, I, lo- <laughs> I love whatever this is. Okay, so we got to add that. When's that come out? Well, it says that it's from the director of Borat. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Uh, <laughs> it's everything I want. But the producers of The Greatest Showman. What? <laughs> producers are just people who like I know fund things. But they funded The Greatest Showman and then out dicks, apparently. Megan Mullaney, Megan the Stallion, Nathan Lane, Aaron Jackson, what is Josh this? Sharp, is the, the Sewer cast? Boys. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the Sewer Boys. Jeez. Uh, it says it releases October 20th. Okay, but whether or not it will come to theaters yeah. around here, I don't know. Like, uh, not all artisan, A24 stuff. Artisanal yeah. film. Um, I'm definitely down for that. I saw a trailer for Argyle the other day, and it was a YouTube trailer, but I thought it looked kind of interesting. I'm excited for FNAF. Napoleon looks cool. Napoleon looks pretty nope. good. Yeah. I actually watched the trailers yesterday um, because there wasn't anything that I was like, oh my gosh, spoilers. And I think almost every trailer that played, I was like, I'd go see that. And then the Marvels happen. And then the Marvels. <laughs> I now, feel like the Marvels is like a roller coaster. I see a trailer and I'm like, eh, I don't really care. Then uh-huh. I see another trailer and I'm like, oh, that I'm, doesn't look too bad. And then I see another one. I'm like, <clears throat> now I don't really want to see this. I feel like the trailer I saw last night was the only trailer. I've, like, I've seen that trailer repeatedly. Well, they've had they have variations of that same trailer. There's slightly slight changes in it. I think we should go see it. I think we here, probably oh, yeah. will. Well, here's the thing. I mean, ju- looking at Marvel's pattern, this one's going to suck. Because lo- start lo- go back even to Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder was trash. Black New Wakanda Forever was good. Ant-Man was bad. Guardians was fantastic. This should be bad then, if it's the pattern that's following. You're being very generous with assuming they have a 50% win rate. I think that that's, <laughs> I think I that's mean, a very generous... I mean, just how it's been as of late. 
Yeah. I, I mean, um, I already know what came before uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, that was Multiverse of Madness. That was fine. I'm going to say that I'm moderately interested. Um, I don't love Captain Marvel, but I do like the idea of she's not the only one this movie's about. It's Miss Marvel is also there. Has Miss Marvel and whatever. The, who, I don't know the, the other, other The other one. <laughs> who, I don't know her name. I don't remember what her name is either. From WandaVision. My Where's, thing is, is like, I want to know what the who the enemy is in this movie that is like so powerful that Captain Marvel can't just solo. And that's the thing. I kind of like that. I don't know. So that I'm kind of intrigued because uh, maybe Kang is pulling the strings. again. It's an entourage movie with two new characters that I know nothing about. Miss Marvel has a, uh, a show. I know a little bit about Miss Marvel, but I don't know that much. Um, Maybe, maybe Loki's going to have some answers also to go with it. So I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm not going in assuming it's going to fail, but I'm also not going in with any sort of high hopes. I didn't care for the first Captain Marvel. So who? No, I didn't like the first one really much at all. I'm hoping this one's better. Very very fine. Yeah. November Um, is going to have some, uh, some pretty good movies coming out. What's up? What's on what's on the docket? Well, we got uh The Marvels and then um The Hunger Games prequel. Trolls is coming out with another one. Oh. Just in case you're wondering. I uh, Yeah, I know how big a fan title was in Trolls. Uh that the, Disney movie it. Wish that we saw that was like the that 2D would look animation. Good, yeah. Get our chance again to get a Disney tier list in this oh, podcast. Yeah. November 22nd. We blew it on uh, Elementals. It's true. Uh, but it comes out the same day as Napoleon too, so it's gonna be like back to back double feature. Napoleon double feature. Wish. Uh, yeah. When is I know Dune two got pushed back. When is Dune two? Do you uh, see that one anywhere on the not horizon? This year, no. That's sad. I, I don't said it got pushed back indefinitely, didn't it? I don't know how far it got pushed back. It originally was gonna come out around the same time as the Marvels because IMAX, the company, was saying that they weren't gonna have any extra theaters. To give to the Marvels because they were going to give them all to Dune. Yeah. Um. So it was supposed to be coming out next month. I don't know what they pushed it back to. I can't imagine they had to push it back too too far. I don't see it on here. Well, they may not have released a new release date. That makes me sad. But I would always say, let it cook. Do what you need to do. Rewrite, reshoot, re-edit. You have the money. I will give you the money. Um. <laughs> do it. Like make it good. Like um. I think. Enough people care about that franchise that they're going to take their time on it, so I'm excited for it. So, hmm. You watched the first Dune with us the other night. What did you think of that? It was pretty good. It was like two months ago, but yeah. Oh, gosh, it was it. The, was it? <laughs> the, yeah. other, the other night. Yeah. Yikes. It has been yeah. longer than I thought it was. It wasn't bad. I think I need to watch it again to kind of catch everything. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like little things that I kind of missed. and Yeah. If you want to watch it again. Yep. I got it in my car. I'm kidding. <laughs> right now, let's go. Part two. <laughs> so, already, hey, hour 13 in, longer than I thought we were going to have on Most this. of it was not even about yeah, the movie. That we most were of reviewing. it was not about the creator. Yeah. It was just good to hang out with you guys. I had fun yesterday, at the very least. Yep. I'm going to go home and finish my crumble cookies off and uh, take it easy. Hey, All thank right. you. if you've listened this far, thank you for tuning in. Please, uh, you know, like this, review it on Spotify and Apple, wherever you're listening to it at. Tell a friend about it if you liked it. We really appreciate all that. Have a good night.